Hope you've uh, managed to get through most of those verses, start to, to get some thoughts together. Let's, uh, let's begin to go through them all as a, as a bigger group and see if we can kind of cross-fertilise from what we've been discussing on our, our different tables. So, Proverbs 17, verse 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. What do people make of that? I'm going to nominate tables. This would be much easier that way. So, yes, table right at the corner over there, because you were all looking up at the right moment. Did you get as far as that verse? Did you get as far as the first? (laughs) Any any thoughts on 1717? Thank you. So, anyone hear all that? Uh, If you didn't, it was brilliant. Um, Uh, so it's, 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 it's kind of, there's a parallel there between uh, the friend and the brother. Um, so it, it, again, it, it's saying there's a sense in which family always sticks by you because they're family. But, but a friend does that even though they're not family. I think that's the kind of, the kind of thing I, I take it that it, it's saying. So, but yeah, what, what you're saying, a, a friend is there uh, no matter what. Was that, that was what you were saying, wasn't it? <laughs> so my mind just went completely blank. <laughs> um, any, any other groups have anything to add from their own reflections of, of that passage? Okay, let's move on to, uh, uh, what was the next one? 20 verse 6. 19.4, that's what I said. 19.4, you may have... It's not a very good microphone. You may have misheard me. Um, wealth brings many new friends, but a poor man is deserted by his friend. So what's that saying? Um, let's nominate this table here. What did you think? Hmm. Yep, so riches bring superficial friendship. Yep. Yep, so it, again, it's, it's, it's the way of so much of the world that you... You're a friend with someone because of what you can get out of them. That's the way a lot of people kind of do these things. And the moment someone is not useful to you, you ditch them. That very sadly is the way of a lot of, uh, oftentimes the way things are in the world. And so what is Proverbs implying should be different about that in a real friendship? You stick with someone, it's what 1717 was saying. A friend loves at all times. Can you think of an example in the Bible of someone who has a lot of friends because of his wealth, and then when his wealth goes, all his friends go? Uh, Job? I wasn't thinking of Job, but yeah, that was... was, uh, In one sense, well, actually, Job's so-called friends do stick around, although they're just not much use, are they? Um, I kind of wish they didn't, but... um, I was thinking the parable of the prodigal son. You know, he gets his inheritance, goes off kind of crazy lifestyle, lots of friends, runs out of money, and he's on his own. All the people who were happy to be with him when he had money seemed not to be there when his money had gone. Um, And so the sign of a true friendship, therefore, is they don't see you as a means to an end. You're not just there because they get something out of you. And the sign that someone is a real friend, therefore, is that they, they will stick around. 
even when you're not useful to them. So the real friend won't see you as a means to an end. That is, that is I think, what we're getting from those. That, those two verses really are a, a pair. The real friend is around uh, at all times. Uh, the superficial friend um, is the one who is only there because they're attracted to what you've got that they can use. Okay? Does that make sense? Which, again, you, you start to think of it that way and you think, you start to think of your own friendships. Do I do that? Are there certain people I'm, I'm nice to, I'm kind to, I, I give time to because I can get something out of them? It's quite challenging, isn't it? Sometimes we, we can do that without even realising it. So if you want to sum that up under a word, I would uh, use the word constancy. They're, just, they're there always. Uh, rain or shine, whatever you've been doing, they are, they're always there for you. Next on the sheet is 20 and verse 6, uh, which let me find it says, Many a man proclaims his own steadfast love, but a faithful man who can find. Uh, let's have a look at that table, just because you looked up at the wrong moment. So that table at the back over there, thoughts on that, on that verse? The world is not short of people who will say that they will be a faithful friend, but actually it's a rare, it's a rare gift indeed if you can find a faithful friend like that, someone who actually does stick by you and is, is faithful to you in that kind of way. Okay, um, let's move on to Proverbs 27 and verses 5 and 6. That's page 548. Proverbs 27, verse 5, Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. This table down the front here. What did you make of that? So generally, do you think of wounds as being a good thing? I'm guessing not. We tend to think of a wound as a bad thing. We tend to think of a kiss as a good thing. And so we might expect a passage like this to say that actually it's the friend who kisses and the enemy who wounds, but actually one of the signs of a true friend is that they are willing to wound you for your sake if it will, you know, if they've they've got to say something hard to you that will sting, but it's actually a word that will will help you and protect you. Um, Actually, that is a, a sign of a real friend. Does that make sense? Um, it does tend to be, yeah, well, I think that, that is one of the, the, the marks of a friend is that they help you see what you're really like. They're not just a kind of echo chamber of what you think you are, but actually they will say, do you know that you do this and it has this effect? Um, I can think of times when I have been, you know, close friends have taken me aside and, and said some very, very painful things to me, but that I, and I didn't like hearing it but which actually were very, very good things to hear, either because I was beginning to kind of go down a path that was not going to do me any good, or because, you know, just occasionally you need someone who loves you enough to say when you're a jerk, okay? So a friend will be candid with you. Um, and friends, that means, again, thinking about the kind of friend we are to others. If we're, if we're the kind of person who always thinks, 
I don't ever want to risk that friendship by saying this difficult thing. It means actually you're in danger of not being a good friend. A good friend is willing to risk the friendship actually if it, if it will be a, of service to the other person. Um, if, we, if we think, I don't want to say that in case it rocks the boat or in case I lose their friendship, what we're saying is that I love myself more than I love them. And sometimes if you, if you do say a hard thing to someone that you're convinced they need to hear, sometimes that can risk the friendship. Uh, I've seen that happen many times in church life. Someone is perhaps going down a course of, of disobedience and a Christian friend points that out and says, you know, you should not be doing that. Um, and sometimes that, it can cause, it can strain the friendship. But it is the sign of a friend that you're willing to risk the friendship for the sake of the other person's spiritual well-being, spiritual health. Does that make sense? Um, again, I don't know how, how this is in, in Malaysia, but it, in England, we, part of our British culture is you don't, you don't say the hard thing to someone. You always say the nice thing. It's very un-English to say to someone, well, actually, I think you're, I think you're setting yourself on a, a big course here that is wrong. And so this is something we do very badly in England. I don't, I don't know what you're like in, in Malaysia, but... Um, Again, it's a sign of a good friend that you will be candid to someone. Okay, 27 verse 9. Oil and perfume make the heart glad, for some people, I suppose. Um, And the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. Which table haven't we had yet? Yep, you looked up, over there, that table there. What What did you make of that verse, 27 uh, that verse, 27 verse 9. What, what does earnest mean? Genuine? It's heartfelt? Serious? So again, it gives us a kind of, it's not just superficial advice. Earnest counsel is really someone wanting to speak deeply into your life and to, to help you at, at that kind of level. Um, I'm told by, by people who know the, the Hebrew that it literally says... The soul's counsel, from his soul's counsel. In other words, again, it shows us friendship is a, is a soul-to-soul kind of relationship. It's not just a, oh, you're into Star Trek and, and I'm into Star Trek. We can talk about Star Trek together and hang out and kind of work out what's our favorite episode and then what's our favorite episode for this character and kind of hours pass by and it's all good fun. That is what friend, that's what Proverbs calls companionship. It is not at that stage what Proverbs calls friendship. Friendship is more than just someone who shares an interest and therefore is fun to just kind of hang out. It is much deeper than that. So it's not just the person who's into the stuff that you're into, someone you can do sports stuff with, someone you can go and do certain things with. It is this idea that someone knows your soul and actually they're willing to to kind of speak. Actually, that the kind of things they say to you matter a huge amount because you know how much they know you. Do you get that? And so... Yes, very good point. Yes, so you often... You, you, you kind of... You don't just arrive at that kind of, oh, I suddenly know your soul. You know, you, you often get there through more superficial kinds of contact. 
Um, but we must never think that the superficial thing in itself is, is the whole deal. So, yeah, as we kind of interact with different people on different levels, we begin to, we begin to find that there are some people that we kind of click with at a much deeper level than just Star Trek or whatever it might be. Um, yeah, thank you. That's a good point to make. So, in other words, someone giving you their earnest counsel means that they are investing their whole being in helping you. Okay, you really matter to them, and so they're kind of, their words to you are deeply, deeply heartfelt. So they're earnest in their counsel to you. They're speaking from their soul to you, and that's sweet for you because you're thinking, this is, this is someone who really gets me and who is giving me advice and trying to help me. That's the sweetness of it. It's that kind of, you can read me like a book. You know what I'm like. And therefore, when, when you have words to say to give me counsel, those words are really sweet. It's a, it's a bit like, um, you know, Christmas presents or birthday presents. You're kind of... There may be the distant aunt who gives you a gift and it's kind of, it was a, it was a nice thought, but it, it's nothing you'd ever be interested in. But like if you're, someone who knows you really well gives you a gift, that tends to kind of, they'll always hit the spot, won't they? they, they no one gives me better birthday presents than my brother does because he knows exactly what I'm into. And so when I get to his gift, I'm like, oh, this, is gonna be, this one is going to be epic. Is that, do I just sound like the most shallow person you've ever, you've ever heard? <laughs> It's a bit like that with this. Everyone's got advice for you. Everyone has something to say about what they think you should do. But what makes this person's words sweet is they know you at that kind of soul level. They know your soul. And, and therefore their words are going to have particular kind of relevance, particular wisdom, uh, particular worth to you. Does that make sense? So in other words, again, that helps us kind of just gauge what friendship is in the book of Proverbs. It is, it is someone who knows your soul rather than just someone who knows your kind of, your likes in life. Okay. Uh, next one is 27 verse uh, 40, which I, I love this verse. I was just staying with a family of very, very loud people this week. Um, <laughs> And uh, a family where there are, there are four sons under the age of 10. And um, I remember one morning I woke up feeling, I'd had a late night. I woke up in the morning just feeling kind of tired and kind of, I'm not ready for the day yet. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to leave my room until it's quiet outside. <laughs> in other words, I don't know what time they go to school, but I'm not, I'm not emerging until they've gone to school. And then it's safe to kind of... Walk around the house half asleep. Um, now, this, a few of you, as I was going around, were asking about this verse. Um, it, it, it's, it, I'm, I've chosen it to pair it with 2520. Okay, so these two are both examples of the same thing. So, me putting in 2714 isn't just me flying the flag for those of us who aren't morning people and having digs at those of you who are morning people. But um, some people wake up all at once. Some people wake up kind of, it's like slowly, they're slowly buffering, you know. 
over the course of like 90 minutes or so. And if you kind of wake up all at once and then you're kind of in their face, morning, have you thought about this? Have you seen the news? And you're kind of like, I'm not, I'm not ready for you yet. Um, this verse is great for that. Um, that will be counted. You may be being friendly, but that is like, that's like a curse, okay, to someone who's not a morning person. You being all awake and loud and engaged with the world. Uh, anyway... So let's, uh, let's skip that and go to 2520, and then we'll come back and see how that one actually fits in with that. So 2520, whoever sings songs to a heavy heart is like one who takes off a garment on a cold day and like vinegar on soda. So which group hasn't fed back yet? I've totally lost track of which groups are fed back. No, they have. Yep, but thank you for... for yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this table here, you're looking <laughs> down very studiously. That was the giveaway. Okay, someone other than Andrew feedback, because we, we, we get to hear lots from Andrew. So did you get as far as that verse? Any thoughts on that? Yep. Yeah, so in other words, what, what's wrong with that scenario is that they've, they've, they've just not read the situation, have they? Um, there's someone with a heavy heart, maybe someone who's just coping with, with a really difficult situation in life, someone who's, who's just received some awful news, and then you're kind of along going, la 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 right in their face. That, what, is that, what kind of... That, that is not good friendship. Okay, I think most of us probably uh, get that. Um, you don't have cold days in KL, so you don't understand what the, the second bit of that verse means. But um, there is this thing called cold, which um, uh, the rest of us deal with. Okay. When you, so I, I went to um, the cinema uh, once in KL, and it was in the middle of a shopping mall. And I, would, I just turned up wearing a T-shirt and shorts, not realising that the cinema would have air conditioning set to kind of Arctic setting, right? Um, so I was... I think I managed half an hour of the movie before I, I wimpishly said to someone in the staff, do you have any blankets? And um, they'd obviously had Westerners come and, and make this mistake before, and they did. So I sat there kind of swaddled in a blanket... Um, and even then, it was still too cold, and I couldn't stay for the whole movie. But um, what I didn't do in that situation was think, I'm really, really cold. I know I'll take off my T-shirt. <laughs> but that is, what, um, that is what is going on in this verse. Uh, like one who takes off a garment on a cold day, it just means you've not read the situation, have you? You're doing the opposite thing to what the environment around you requires. And so what this means about friendship is that the sign of a friend is that they will, they will read where you are at and kind of attune themselves to where you're at. So if you are really, really down in the dumps, if you are really, really struggling, actually that, that will affect them. They'll be sensitive to that. They'll, they'll see that that's the case and they will adjust themselves accordingly. They'll kind of adapt to that. 
And that's more than just being canny and kind of thinking, well, I, I, won't, be, I won't sing my loud songs when, when that person's unhappy. It's more a sense, actually, that you, uh, you are emotionally connecting yourself to the other person in such a way that what affects them now affects you. So if they're feeling a certain way, that will affect how you feel. It's not just that you won't sing songs to a heavy heart because, you know, only a jerk would do that. It's more that you don't, you don't, you're not in that place anymore. Because they're heavy hearted, actually you don't have a, you don't have a, a, a jolly song to sing anymore. Does that make sense? So it's not just that you're being polite or that you're being sensitive, but actually the, the friendship is such that your mood is affected by where they're at. Your demeanour is affected by where they're at. So there, there is some kind of... You, you are giving... One person said you're giving the gift of an, of an emotional connection when you are a good friend to someone. You're actually kind of saying we're now going to have this, the kind of relationship where where you're at is going to affect where I'm at because that's how much... That's how linked we are now as friends. Does that make sense? Um, which, is, which is why verse, uh, chapter 27, verse 14 is, is relevant to that. It's not just you're a morning person and I'm not a morning person, so don't come within a three-mile radius of me before 10 a.m. kind of thing. Uh, it's more, again, that if you, you're, you're, you attune yourself to your friends... So again, you're not going to show that level of emotional insensitivity. You, you just kind of, you'll slot in if that makes sense. And that is the, the way of things. Friendship tends to forge that kind of connection. It's not that you wake up one day and think, well, I'm going to be really good friends with Andrew and therefore what affects him is now going to affect me. Actually, that emerges in the course of friendship. And the sign of a friend is, is actually that you are affected by what they're affected by. And so when a, when a really close friend is having a spectacularly difficult time, that affects you, doesn't it? So someone might say, why are you feeling, why, why you look a bit sad, what's up? And you think, well, my, my friend is just going through the hardest time. And that's why I feel sad. Or flip side, you know, someone says, oh, you've got a spring in your step today, what's, you know, why, why are you so jolly? And you say, well, actually really lovely things just happened to a really good friend of mine. It rubs off on you. Again, again, that's why we, we need to be careful with who our friends are because of that rubbing off. That kind of connection emerges in the course of, of a true friendship. Okay, so parents often think, don't they, when it comes to their children, I hope my children make the right kind of friends. You know, if they get in with these, this group of friends at school, they, they'll probably work a bit harder than if they get in with that group of friends. Uh, we recognise it with children, but we quickly forget it with adults. It's exactly the same. Um, any other things that we've not got from those verses that, that maybe you, you picked out in your groups that you want to feedback? We don't want to miss any, any wisdom that has been bubbling up in the discussions. Um, how many of the groups got to those, those two questions after the verses? Just a quick show of hands. So not many. So why don't we just spend a few minutes 
um, on those two questions. How does this challenge your view of friendship? Um, and what areas do you need to work on to become this kind of friend? For the groups that have done that already, you can, you can just, I don't know, do something else for, for five minutes. <laughs> okay, for just a few minutes on those two questions, and we'll, we'll feed back as, as well.